happy Monday, and welcome to I'm Not Gay, My Wife Is. I am your host, Sheridan, and I am so excited to be back to recording on a regular basis. Uh, This week's topic is actually something that's been weighing on me for some time now, and I just figure what better way to, to get it off my chest than to just put it out there for anyone in the world to listen to, if they so well please. So, um... As we all know, Mother's Day was just a bit ago, and uh, personally, I struggle a lot with Mother's Day. Um, I've got, you know, stories and things like that of things that happened growing up. You know, my mom and I have a very difficult relationship. I've got a lot of negative memories from my childhood, um, you know, as a result of some of the decisions that my mom made um, growing up. And I also have a stepmom, you know, who's been in my life for some time now, about seven years or so. Um, and she's been there for me when I've needed her. She's bailed me out when I needed it, helped me with homework. When I was an undergrad, she dealt with all of the FOSFA, FASFA stuff, which if you've ever had to deal with that, then you know that's that's a blessing for somebody else to deal with it for you. Um, so that's grateful for that for sure. But um, you generally, she's a fairly cold person uh, with a lot of opinions that she's not afraid to share, uh, a lot of which I do not agree with, like at all. So uh, between the two of them, Mother's Day can be really hard. I often feel guilty, you know, for choosing one or the other or, you know, even splitting the day is never the right answer for either one of them. Um, And even though my mom and I have a relationship now, it is still fragile. And I do recognize the role that my stepmom has had in my life. So I do want to be like a good and gracious and grateful daughter, you know, and I, and be able to visit the both of them but it's just always a fight and there's always somebody that's upset or somebody that's mad because of this competition between the two of them and obviously I'm not going to speak for them um, because I don't want them speaking for me so that's not fair but um, you know from my end it, it feels like it's more of a competition and not necessarily a you know I love her more than you love her I think it's a you know, I want her to love me more than she loves you kind of a thing, um, which is really hard to put on a kid. You know, I mean, I'm 24 years old, so I'm not a kid, but I am still their kid. So it's like, it's hard. And it's not something that anybody wants to feel. I have a younger brother and I know he doesn't want to feel it either. You know, it's, it, but it's, so it's tough. It's really tough. And, uh, you know, just about every other holiday I can work around with, minimal pitifulness from either side. You know, I can get through Christmas and New Year's and Thanksgiving and, and whatever else. I can normally get through those um, with with very little sweat. But for some reason, Mother's Day is just a whole other monster and huge arguments and just a big headache. So my, uh, my go-to coping mechanism, I guess, would be a good way to put it. My go-to coping mechanism on Mother's Day is just to think about a future where I'm a mom or, you know, uh, the future where my wife is a mom and, you know, how that day will finally have a different meaning and a different representation. You know, it'll mean something. It'll mean something different than what it means to me now. And it's exciting. It makes me happy. It's something that kind of gets me through the day or gets me through the time. So as I was thinking you know, about it the other day, I started thinking about the whole argument for same-sex couples not to be parents. I mean, it's not an argument that's a secret. I mean, it's been going on for forever. 
it was like, all right, we'll let you get married, but you can't have kids now. And it's like, just give us a break. <laughs> Leave us alone, for Christ's sakes. I mean, good Lord. Um, but it is. It's an argument that's been going on for forever. I mean, it's gotten to court a number of times, and I really, I just don't understand it at all. Like, I just, I don't know who it's benefiting for us not to be parents. I, 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 if anybody has an answer, please let me know, because I'm dumbfounded. I have no idea. But I personally believe that I am meant to be a mom at some point in my life. And I just don't understand how it makes sense to tell someone who has all of this love for their future child that they shouldn't share it. Or that they don't have the right to love a child because of the love that they have they that they have you know with their partner or with their spouse or or with their boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever I just don't think it makes any sense the like the main argument that I've seen um you know in my in some of my research that I've done is that if a couple can't procreate on their own then they shouldn't be parents but I really just feel like that argument really holds no water I mean at least not in part because I feel like most people do recognize, no matter what, you know, religion or, um, you know, political standpoint or whatever, I don't know, however you think, I feel like the majority of people do recognize marriage between a straight couple who are infertile or, uh, you know, even a straight couple who does not choose to procreate, um, which is becoming more and more common. Uh, both on same sex for same sex couples and for straight couples, some people just don't want to have children, and that's okay. But I think when that when that point is brought up, it's just irrelevant. Um, which again, I it doesn't make any sense. I feel like if if that's irrelevant, if it's irrelevant that um, you know couples who are infertile or who don't want to procreate, you know. It's the same argument. I mean, I feel like it's the same argument. I don't know. I'm really... Uh, you can probably tell I'm very confused by it all. Like, the whole thing just makes no sense to me. But I just feel like if, if that's going to be the argument, then the law should be that if a man and a woman want to be married, then I think that they need to go and get tested for their fertility. And if they come up infertile, then they shouldn't be given the right to marry. But of course, that's fucking crazy and why would anybody want to do that? <laughs> Nobody would want to do that. I mean, that makes no sense. So I, I feel like that just kind of throws that argument out of the water, or just throws it under the bridge altogether. I mean, just dunks it in the water, gets rid of it, on a boat, out, gone, done. But the response, they always come back with, well, modern medicine will prevail for these couples. How the hell is medicine supposed to fix somebody who doesn't want a baby? Sit down. Did you know, for the sake of this argument, that there are actually studies that are being ran and tested that are using stem cells to create sperm and eggs that would allow same-sex couples to have genetically related children? Point blank, period, done with sentence. Future modern medicine is not an argument that can be thrown around. Out, out, out. I looked it up, and uh, I looked up some of the court cases, and some of the arguments that people brought up, and, and I saw that back in 2014, attorneys decided to fight the state of Arizona on a same-sex couple's right to be parents. This is the same state, mind you, that actually has a law in place stating that people can marry their first cousins as long as both parties are over the age of 65 or if proof has been presented to a judge that one of them is unable to reproduce. 
so you're telling me I can marry my cousin, <laughs> but I can't marry a woman? I can't have a child with a woman? I can't adopt a child out of foster care? I can't... <laughs> no fucking sense, bro. Come on, come on, come on. I found an article, and this man named uh, Benjamin Seigel um, is a pediatric professor uh, at the Boston University School of Medicine, and he states that many studies have demonstrated that children's well-being is affected much more by their relationships with their parents, um, as well as their parents' sense of competence and security and the presence of social and economic support for the family than by the gender or sexual orientation of their parents. There's even a study that began back in 1986 called the National Longitudinal Lesbian Family Study. The study has followed 154 lesbian mothers and has recently checked in on 78, I believe, 70, 78 or 79 adolescent children. Uh, they compared both the mothers and the kids' reported status against national standardized samples. The mothers came back indicating that the kids did have a high level of social um, and school slash academic um, standing as well as a total competence and fewer social problems, uh, less rule breaking, um, less aggression, and externalizing behavior compared to those matched, um, their, those age matched counterparts. Um, which, of course, mothers say what they can, so they, of course, took the kids' testimonies as well, which those self reported quality of life of the adolescents in the sample, um, you know, was similar to that reported by a comparable sample of adolescents with heterosexual parents, um, which just says that coming straight from the horse's mouth, people, these kids are growing up fine. I mean, they're in a loving, happy relationship with their family. They're in, you know, in a safe place, and I don't I just, I still don't, I don't understand what the problem is. I really still don't understand what the problem is, but I just, at the end of the day, if you or anyone you know feels like same-sex couples should be parents um, or should not be parents or that even a child who is adopted or not biologically related to their mothers or fathers just doesn't count as a human being, then you are 110% the problem with the way that some children are being raised. I mean, as of... 2019 there are over 400,000 children in foster care in the U.S. today. That number is growing and growing each and every day. Each and every second there's a new child that is going into the foster care system for being abused, for neglection, for being abandoned by their parents or guardians. I mean at the end of the day foster children are no different than children who aren't in foster care. You know they are still just learning, they're growing, they like to play, they like to hang out with their friends, and they like to be loved, and they like to feel safe, and they like to feel at home, you know, in a, with a family, so I just, who are you, like, who are we as a race, who are we as a human race to deny a child their right to be loved, or a parent their right to give them that love? I think too many pill too many people are willing to hand off kids to abusive or neglecting parents as long as they're straight you know they overlook the hurt that that child endures every day from not being loved and I'm not saying that you know every straight couple abuses their kids that's not at all what I'm saying not even close all I'm saying is is the problem is there are so many kids 
that have been ripped away from same-sex couples because of religious, because of political, because of ignorance, um, whatever it is, there are so many children that have been ripped away from same-sex couples, loving couples, and put back into the homes of straight biological families who were neglecting, who were abusive, and who did not love their child for who they are. And that just, we need to do better. We 100% need need to do better. There are way too many little lives out there for us to keep them away from love, especially on the basis of our own ignorance and discrimination. I think it's just absolutely ridiculous. If nobody is hurting you, why the hell are you worried about them? No sense at all. No sense. I can't wait to be mom, and I can't wait to see Sarah as a mom. I know she's going to be a great mom, and I know that we're going to be great parents because we do have so much love to give, and we have learned in our own journey how to convey that love and we are still learning which is why we don't have a child yet because we still are learning so just please do not be on the side that's trying to take that away from us or trying to take that away from our future children so yeah (laughs) that's that it's a little bit heavier of an episode I know I got heated this time but I do appreciate you for hanging in there and, uh, and tuning in. So I do hope you come back next week for another episode. <laughs> if you aren't already, please follow me on Instagram at I'm not gay, my wife is. I hope you have a fabulous week. And please don't forget to spread love. Maybe send someone you haven't talked to in a while a text and let them know you're thinking of them. I know I like that. So sending good vibes your way. <laughs>